Zootopia, a gleaming city where animals of all breeds, predator and prey alike, live together in peace and harmony. Hi, I'm Judy, your new neighbor. Yeah, well, we're loud. Don't expect us to apologize for it. ZPD's first rabbit officer, Judy Hopps. You ready to make the world a better place? Bad news in this city gripped by fear. What can you tell us about the animals that went savage? Are we safe? This is priority one. Hops. Parking duty. <laughs> Sir, I'm not just some token bunny. You strike out, you resign. Deal. Well, with that, welcome back to the Wages of Cinema. I'm Jack. I'm Andrew. And uh, let's let's get let's stop talking about vinyl for a second, because that's you know a material that doesn't really do well for anybody except for listening to a record. Um, we just saw Disney's Utopia. Did we? We did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you were expecting. From a that. lot of fun. This movie. Oh, it was uh, it was pretty spectacular. That, that, that seems now that I think about it, that seems like a very non-committal review. But put that in the poster. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yes, I'm sure there probably have been video tape covers that say it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that's it. It's like it was a lot of fun. Says Jim Smith from WKAV Minnesota. Do you remember that movie, The Last Broadcast? Yeah. Oh I, God, I, I, I showed wish that I did. to you. I had a VHS copy. I bought a VHS copy on eBay. And one of the quotes on the front was, it's, uh, hold on, the quote on the front said, it, Maybe I could look it up for you. It may not have in, inspired the Blair Witch Project, but it certainly preceded it. <laughs> yes! Yes, you're right! <laughs> and it's like, well, okay. Oh, wait, 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 I'm, I'm looking at it now. Um, uh, yeah! IndieWire said that, of all things. Like, I guess that was back before... Like, I love their website. I go to it all the time, but... IndieWire, yeah, it may have... May have... No, no, it said may have influenced Blair Witch. It certainly preceded it. Yeah. It didn't say it may not have... Uh... Now, again, there's a bit of implication in there. But then again, basically all you're saying is, this movie came before the Blair Witch You're brought... not really <laughs> giving the movie praise by saying that. You're just stating a fact. It's like putting on the Godfather cover. Uh, this movie... This movie came before Godfather 2. <laughs> it certainly preceded it. <laughs> I think maybe we should start again. Oh, no, no, no. I think we're good. I think this is a great little bonus for people who have been listening to us. Uh, actually, this is our 40th so, episode. So, I'm Andrew. I'm Jack. Yeah, we Zootopia. just saw Zootopia. Yes. Um, yeah, so I... You know, the, the thing about this movie, uh, the trailer was... Uh, especially eye-catching because unlike a lot of trailers that just show you clips of the movie and i think there was a trailer like that for zootopia the trailer for zootopia that made me want to see this was uh they took a scene from the movie and of course it's the one where uh at the dmv yeah where the hop where the hops the bunny cop does he have a first name judy thank you yeah judy just saw the movie i know i was just i but I, I remember sometimes people's last names better than their first names. They showed the, they showed a clip from the movie the uh, yeah yeah they go to the, a DMV, the DMV scene and everybody is, are sloths yeah and of course I love that when you can have a movie scene as your trailer and it, it every time I watched it I laughed out loud yeah, it was, it was even a, it, it was a fully uh, it was a fully realized scene and it yeah. didn't reveal much about the, about the plot I saw that trailer when I saw Star Wars. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, it played with Star Wars. It played with a couple other movies. Um, you know, I, I just, you know, that that was something that got my interest right away. It's the fact that, hey, you're actually making real comedy here. You're actually having timing. It's it's something that adults will probably get even more than kids because yeah. adults are really the ones who have to wait online at the DMV. Maybe some kids have to wait with their parents, but we all know what it's like to have to wait and deal with sloths. Adults. It's yes. all about waiting. Yeah. Adults is, uh, exactly. So, um, the movie is really, really good. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. I, it's just a very entertaining family movie, but part of the reason I also was very interested in seeing this was because that, okay, it's a Disney movie. It has animals, right? But, it's all about what they do with them and the fact that okay you can have a really you can have like a nice cute little fluffy movie with animals it doesn't really mean anything or you can use animals as a vehicle for making a comment about something and i feel like this movie is doing a lot of different sophisticated things with it yeah it's quite sophisticated i in in terms of I mean, you ne it never comes out and says, this is what we're talking about, because that would be stupid. Uh, no, no, but you can easily infer uh, what is going on with yeah. with with the story, because, uh, I mean, the basic premise, without going too deep, because there's a lot, there's actually a lot of plot to this movie. Yeah. Because it's a police procedural, in part. Right. So the main character is Judy Hopps. She's a rabbit. She is literally a rabbit who wants to be a cop. But rabbits, becomes, but rabbits can't be cops in this world. That's what she's told. Yeah, so rabbits can't be cops. But Don't she'll know be why, the, but she will be. But she'll be the first. There is, I think there is kind of a reason why. Um, at least in a way. I'll get to that in a moment. All right, uh, but then she, she joins the police department, becomes awesome. Uh, she's the first rabbit on the police force. And then she gets involved in this missing persons case. Well, she's not awesome right off the bat. At first, she's put on a parking meter detail. Right, which uh, I'm glad that they had that, and they kind of showed how, you know, if you're a part, if you're a meter maid, they're, they're like they're just kind of despised by people. Like she, she even gets told by this like one little like I think a hippo girl. My mommy says she wishes you were dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because meter maids can be that, obnoxious. That, that was you, a, that was a pretty good joke. But yeah, but but you you can actually feel her tension there. But she meets up. Uh, she happens to cross paths with this fox, uh, Nick Wilde. Yeah. Is that his name? Okay. Wilde with an E at the end. Uh, no relation to Oscar, maybe. Um, but she gets caught up in this big case, uh, and she has 48 hours to solve it. You know, this movie is very big on taking cliches of cop <laughs> movies. Yeah. You know, give me your badge and your gun. If, You're off uh, the case. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know. Fortunately, she is never called a loose cannon. So no, so no, she's the right. well, she's the opposite of loose cannon. She's like this kind of goody two shoes she, cop. She is a small, fluffy cannon. Yeah, well, that's why. Well, well I want to get to that by saying little. One of the things I loved about this movie is its sense of scale. That was something that I was thinking about through a lot of this movie is how great a job the animators did in really making it noticeable the size of things the size of the different animals yeah that was a really great accomplishment i mean they're talking about a society where all these animals live together like 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 people do but it's but it's not like they're all scaled to people size the mice 
are tiny mice and the giraffes are huge. Yeah. So how do you create it? How do you show a society where you have all these different heights and it's, and that's taken into account in every facet of this city's existence. Yeah. They put a lot, you know, some animated movies, they're content with just, okay, let's put some cute animals in here. Let's have them sing and dance. Let's put a little dance number at the end credits. Um, Maybe they kind of do that here. Uh, it was the credits. Yeah, whatever. Um, but what are the credits for if not for random musical numbers? Yeah, I think that like I've heard some film critics say like I'm sick and tired of seeing the characters come out dancing in the end credits. <laughs> <laughs> you can get you can basically gather that those people are just like I've seen too many kids movies. Yeah, but maybe that. But aside from that though, this movie does a lot of great world building. Which again, a lot of movies don't. Some movies don't bother to do that. And by world building, I mean that Zootopia, yeah, you have your main kind of metropolitan area, but then every there are a lot of different, literally different climate areas. Yeah, how that works, I'm not sure. Uh, I guess you just you know again, it's that's one of the things you do have to suspend your disbelief for the fact that but there it was can still be a the great fact, touch. the fact that there can be a rainforest uh, district. And also a uh, like a snowy, wintry district. Well, they, they just laid that all out at the beginning. This is how the city is. And yeah, you no, either no, no, accept no. That, that or you don't. Yeah, no, no, that that was fine. That the fact that they did that <laughs> made it okay. If right. they had tried to make it all realistic, uh, in that sense, then it might be a problem. <laughs> Realism is not the name of the game here. No, but but then the, on the other hand, though, the issues like the metaphors that they're using are you know, really interesting. Like, I'm not going to say this is as great as what I'm about to say, but it does use animals in a slightly similar way than that is something like Watership Down. I thought about that too. Yeah. I mean, granted, we both it's watched hard. that same criterion Guillermo del Toro yeah. interview. Yeah. If where... you go onto YouTube, this is actually also on YouTube. If you search for Guillermo del Toro, Watership Down, you'll see him talk about how, you know, animals, have been used throughout throughout history, especially in the last 100, 200 years, as a form of social critique. Right. And, of course, you know, Animal Farm is the bellwether for that. But Watership Down, you know, you have this story about rabbits, but it's it's not for kids. But but it's not even about just rabbits. The rabbits are put in there to illustrate this story about conflict and society and yeah and environmentalism to a certain case well that's but that's the thing about this movie though is that they use animals as this uh vehicle to talk about what's the problem that you know you have this ideal when you're little that oh it's the big city it looks like this great place and then you get there and there's nobody is really getting along right and it's uh it's just really interesting because the no one comes out and says this is what this is about. No, it's not necessarily about racism or sexism or well, or any sort of ism. But you could infer a sort of a connection to any of those. Well, things. just being different yeah. is something that you know goes across a lot of different lines. Whether you're, you know, a different race or maybe you have a different sexual preference. There's even, I mean, hell, there's even that one sequence which is one of the funniest things in the movie where uh, they're running down their first lead and they go to. Uh, Tommy Chong runs the the nudist yoga yes. <laughs> facility, and you have all these animals who are naked. And of course, the line that comes up is, "We think it's weird if you're an animal to wear clothes." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just funny. That's yeah. just a genuinely clever 
thing to do. Uh, I don't know if it got a little bit weird, the fact that they show the elephant almost like looking at its own area like that. I was kind of laughing. It's called the crotch, Jack. Yes, it is. But I found it funny that his crotch is so wide open and there's nothing there. <laughs> it's like when you see... It's a weird... That's a weird moment because... It's it like is. The animals are naked. This is a world where animals wear clothes. And the animals are naked, but... This is an animated movie, so there are no genitalia. There no. are no orifices. Yeah. <laughs> no, no but, that's, I mean, that's but, part of the joke, but they take it to ev- such an extreme. Yes. <laughs> in that one moment. The funniest thing, too, is that in that moment, uh, the Tommy Chong character is giving all this exposition. Right. And I think that was probably the filmmaker's way of, uh, we have to do this big exposition dump. Let's just have this elephant doing yoga poses. <laughs> um... But yeah, but like I said, it's but this movie it it's a little deeper. It has more going on than like certain other anime movies. The other one I brought to you before the movie started was uh, Fox and the Hound, which have you you've seen that? I've course. seen the Fox and the Hound. Okay, yeah, yeah. that was that's a beloved movie. Um, it kind of gets I don't know if it gets overlooked in terms of uh, like that was like technically the last Disney classic movie animated by a lot of the old original. Disney people. Right. And that was also about, you know, you also had a fox there and the hound. And it's like, how do we be friends, you know, when we're adults, if your whole, our whole job is I hunt you. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, that was a little bit more, that was, the thing, the thing that might've been the, a little bit more grounded in reality. In the thing way. about the fox and the hound though, is that it's very, it's a very sweet movie. Some yeah. people say it's overly sweet. Maybe. I haven't seen it in a while. I gotta, I gotta see it again sometime. Yeah. But, but this is not necessarily that sort of sweetness. No, no, no. This is more irreverent. This is, uh, again, there, 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 there are a lot. There's pop culture references. There are, are tons of references in this. There are things that I that I might have caught that maybe you caught, and I'm not sure if you did. Like, uh, I don't know if, are we getting into spoilers? If I mention a little plot detail. Uh, uh, no, no. All right. I want. I'll say this in the vaguest way possible. At one point, uh, Judy, Judy uh, Hops, and uh, Nick Wilde they they find uh, a train cart, and, and then there's a Breaking Bad reference. Okay, so you got that. All right. Yeah, that was very like. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but it was kind. Of, it was kind of a throwaway. Yeah, that 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 that's fine. Um, yeah. the biggest one, of course, was The Godfather. Right, which is that one? Uh, well, that's that's just that's, like that's just a giant reference to that film. Oh, of course, but I what I liked about it was that they made it a big reference, and yet it's actually kind of funny. Some movies and shows I've seen, I remember <laughs> once seeing a Godfather, like the entire opening of the Rugrats movie two, <laughs> is basically a Godfather there was ripoff. A second Go- Rugrats movie? Yeah, it's like the first one was called the Rugrats movie, and the second one I think they went to Paris. The Rugrats go to Paris. Oh, now you know, I remember. I only saw it once. It wasn't very good. Um, but the entire opening of the movie, I think, was Angelica Pickles was like the godfather. <laughs> and she's had all the babies are coming to see her while, as like either a wedding or something. I don't know. Why am I talking about Rugrats 2? <laughs> You've gotten Rugrats into our Zootopia. Okay. So so we, I, we both, enjoy, both enjoy the film. Yeah. All right. So, let's talk about some of the uh, problems with this film. I've got three items on the docket. First, we need to acknowledge the elephant in the room. Francine. Happy birthday. Oh, oh, oh. 
Number two. There are some new recruits with us I should introduce, but I'm not going to because I don't care. <laughs> Finally, we have 14 missing mammal cases, all predators from a giant polar bear to a teensy little otter. And City Hall is right up my tail to find them. This is priority number one. It, you know, th- th- there is a formula working in this movie. It's just that, with the exception of that scene, other formulaic parts were, didn't feel that way. They were still enlivened by, you know, how good the animation was and the fact that a lot of the jokes really fire and you really like these two characters. Yeah. Like, the plot kind of forces I, it... these two characters into a position that doesn't feel natural. Is that a good way to put it? I don't think that's it. Why don't we just why don't we just go for some spoil a spoiler warning here because the this spoiler, is spoiler spoilers spoilers okay okay let me let me just say all right there's a scene where there's a press conference they've found all the feral animals and there's the pre- and they say and Judy gets goes up on the podium and she explains what she what she thinks she knows mm-hmm. and it's like okay why is she answering all these questions. What does she know? And why is she saying all these things like, oh, it's because of their DNA or it's because of who, it's because these are predators and they're, they're savage and things like that. You know, she doesn't say exactly that. But why would she say that? Would she all, have all the that information? This, yes, she did have the information. But why would they let her say that? She's just the cop who uh, who who made the discovery and was there for the arrest. You, if somebody that's is, usually not what happens when no, like when it's that, like, like oh, cops do that. Usually send up like the lieutenant why or the would commissioner. You, yeah, why would you send them to the to the press conference? Is it because like she's the the one rabbit and they want to emphasize her, or why are they asking her all these questions? And why is she answering them? Because I guess that's, it was. That's I guess silly. I guess part of it was maybe because she's. Oh, oh, this is her big moment. She's now suddenly in the limelight, and she's been trying to be this cop, but. Yeah, it was. I but she hasn't been that way. And the thing she's saying, she hasn't acted that way before. Hmm. Yeah. No. That 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 that. There's that's this whole true. tension in the film between predators and prey, Pre- basically. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, nobody's eating each other in this city, but there are these animals that have gone feral. Yeah. And they're uh, and they're trying to figure out why it is, and so she makes an arrest. Where, in the hospital where they're keeping these these animals, and suddenly she's in, she's set up in this press conference, and they're like, okay, answer some questions, and it's like, oh, why are the animals going viral? And she says, oh, it's because of this, and because of this, and then this, and, and this. it's all meant. You know what it is? The reason why it's hackneyed is because it's all meant to drive apart Judy and uh, Nick. And I don't mind that they get driven apart. It's just the whole. The, the scene is forced. It, yeah, well, no, it's they. The, it's a little ham-fisted, right? It, it, and then, yeah, then of course you know where this is going. She's gonna find out what's really causing. Because that's what I was thinking. Why wouldn't you know? Okay, you just you arrested the uh, the the mayor. Uh, was that J.K. Simmons? Yes. Okay, yeah, which is which is awesome. You know, anytime you have J.K. Simmons in the movie, you get a bump up automatically. Right. Um, but. Yeah, wouldn't you like say maybe the investigation is ongoing? We don't have all the facts yet. Yeah, <laughs> like that's you, know, a you would think thing. that like a cop who's had all this training after all these years, you know, she'd be a little bit smarter than that. And you know, the and fact we assume that animal cops are analogous to human <laughs> cops. 
hey, you know, you're a bunny. You should think on your feet. And, you know. Uh, but but know. but the scene doesn't make much sense. No, it's it's, just, it's basically it, it, it's, it's wedged in there to do the thing that we've seen in a hundred other kids' movies, where at the before the third act, the characters have to have some sort of conflict. I saw this in uh, um, Wreck It Ralph, uh, mm-hmm. and I saw this in. I don't think I saw it in Frozen. I'm trying to think maybe one another example that I saw in this. I've I've seen it in a bunch of Pixar movies too, like. Uh, um, and, or sometimes though, it, the thing is usually sometimes this actually works in a good way in the reverse, like in Toy Story, the version of this is when Buzz figures out that he's just a toy and he can't fly. Right. That's like, it's a moment of kind of like character revelation. But the movie was building up to that. Yeah, exactly. In, in Zootopia, this, case, the this wasn't building up to that. No, in Zootopia, is, it doesn't work. This is meant to kind of loop around back to the Fox's story about being a kid and being made fun of because he's a predator and all that. And it's just, eh, I don't know. It's just trying to create drama in what is, it already has a lot of interesting stuff going on. Right. Um, another thing. Oh, also the, are, were you about to bring up the, the sheep? No, I was about to bring up the climax. Okay. Well that, I guess in a way that kind of fits into that too. <laughs> Let's talk about the climax of it. This is all spoilers. We're going to do it. I didn't mind I thought the about climax this as a... terribly, no, but it's not, that's not the problem. Okay. Okay. So here's what happens in the climax. The new mayor and uh, does her monologue about why why she why she her villain monologue her, her villain monologue. I don't mind that so much. Then it was, she it takes was the gun with the chemical and shoots Nick. Yeah. And then they do the whole thing, and then they she and then she's like, "Ha ha! Now you're going to die!" And then they're like, "Oh, it was all just an act." And it's like, you actually shot him with a blueberry. Okay, so let's walk that back a little bit. Okay. They replaced the blue be- chemical with the blueberry, somehow guessing that they would fall into a pit in the museum, and that she <laughs> would shoot Nick but in well, order to kill Judy, and then explain the whole um, plan so they could record it. This takes a ton I don't, of logical I don't, leaps. I, I don't think they planned that far ahead. I think they just planned... To change out the gun with blueberry, just but in why? case. Just in case They're if playing... like it got taken from them, like when they like they were trying to hi- they were hiding away from the mayor for a minute. That's probably when they switched it. They didn't necessarily think they'd fall into the pit, but I think that. But, but it seems a little bit too perfectly aligned. A li- <laughs> you know what it is. But I my problem this with is, that this is no, a no, nitpick. My problem with that more so is not even so much that. All right, she gives her monologue. It's revealed. Ha ha! We fooled you. We have it on tape. Why does the mayor just suddenly get caught? The police showed up. She called the police. When did she call? The she police? called the police while she was mocking them in the pit, and they're like, "Oh no, a fox is eating a rabbit." Blah, 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 come here. See, I don't even. I just saw the movie, and I didn't even. Remember, she yeah. just pulled out. Oh, her phone and, and, oh! And well, made they the came. Call. They came pretty fast. Yeah, you had to wrap up the movie. Nah, yeah, but it's. Uh, I'm just. But, this is not a big. But why deal. would they immediately like arrest? Why would they go after the sheep mare? Well, also because. Uh, that's... <laughs> See, that's the part that was a little confusing to me. How do they all of a sudden like trust the word of? This bunny cop who left her department and a fox over the mayor. Because right. she was monologuing. They heard her monologue. 
<laughs> you would but think, even then, uh, that's not a big deal because right, we, at right. that point we had to wrap up the film. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right, we. But get you had it. a this problem with thing. that detail. But that little detail of this I, whole sequence of events where they somehow. <laughs> I, I think you're. To I think you're the... thinking that a little too much. I was okay with that, just because I think that they knew that the mayor was going to try some stuff with them. I mean, they eat. You know, they they make the little rabbit. You know, statue to distract them and then they're running away that's different they must have known that they were going to get caught they probably wouldn't be able to get out of there yeah i i was okay with it just because well in a way as you said they had to wrap up the movie but it it was a nice it was a nice clever little twist i i didn't i didn't have a problem with that did you Um, see it coming um i probably i i knew that he wouldn't attack her you know, well, like, yeah. This is, whether whether it, it was fake or he suddenly had a thing of I'm not going to attack you even though I'm feral. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm glad they didn't do that though. No. It, it, like you've got to fight it. No, I, I know I was, the real Nick is I was in hoping, there. No, you know what it was. I was I was a little bit mad. Like at first I did think they were doing that. I was kind of caught in the movie. But then when they did that twist, I was like, oh, okay. See, I I think I did. I bought into the, the that twist and revelation a little bit more than you did. But now that you're saying it, maybe you do make some sense. Of course I do, Jack. But but I still had I I was still fine with it. I was still like, yeah, hey, you overall, know what? As it doesn't a, spoil for the movie. a kids movie. It's it's better it's that's a better climax than some other ones I've seen. Okay, let's let's end the spoilers right now. Okay, so spoilers are ended uh, right now. Okay, so despite all the flaws, which are copious, which we've mentioned, no, they're not. Uh, <laughs> this is this is still a really enjoyable film. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like again, it's not the the sloth scene. What's funny about that is there's more to that than I expected. Yeah, there's a few extra gags. There's a little bit more slow paced, very slow paced timing. Um, I got a little distracted this time watching it because I swore I recognized the voice of the sloth as Billy West. <laughs> Doesn't that? Didn't he sound like Billy West to you? I'm not sure what Billy no. West sounds like. Fry from Futurama. He's still alive. Yeah. But- <laughs> You're you talk like as if that was like a long time ago or something. Billy West has done like voices for like a hundred things. I don't doubt that. I'm just, I just doubt the fact that he's alive. Yeah, he he's he's alive and in perfect hibernation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny because Fry was in hibernation. Oh, well, right. oh, was he? Oh, oh that's that's uh, no, no, he, he's. But very even much though alive. there are a few flaws in this film, it, none of it spoils the film. It's a, it's a very ambitious film. Yeah, and that, it pulls yeah. off a lot of what it sets out to do. Yeah, exactly. It it um again, like I said, the the characters work really well. That's yeah. the thing here. Disney the, the the recent Disney animated movies, I feel like, are just really sharp when it comes to characters. And I mean, like, uh, I might even like this a little bit more than Tangled. Huh. Which I, I don't know how I would rank them, but I feel like this is really up there for me. Like I, I probably I know I like it more than Frozen, um, and although Frozen, you know, was more of like trying to be classical Disney with a little subversion, this was, I don't know how much I would say this is subversive more than like just a kind of a hip cool movie, but um, but again, by the, the way, saying the word hip means that you are not cool. No, I, I feel like an old man saying it's hip. Hey, kids, this movie's hip. You should go see it. 
Uh, says Grandpa no, Jack. No old prospector. <laughs> Zootopia. I'm going today. Um, sorry. That's bad. <laughs> um, no, it, but again, like you, Judy is just such a great character because she's somebody who is one of those characters in a movie that's filled with such optimism. And even when all this stuff gets thrown in her way, like, um, that scene where after her first day at work, she goes home and she has to lie to her parents, yeah. you know, and like say, everything is great. Like, and then she like, she tells her I'm a mirror man. They're like, Oh great. We're so happy for you. We won't get attacked then. Yeah. Um, it's just lots of great character building and lots of great, you know, world development. Idris Elba does a great job. Idris Elba as uh, her boss. Yeah, uh, uh, Chief Chief Bogo. I didn't recognize him at first, but then halfway through the movie, I'm like, oh, this is Idris Elba. Because in a lot of roles, he doesn't have his British accent. Right. Um, and also, the character who I thought was Steve Buscemi, and it turned out to be <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Uh, a weasel named... Uh, who is basically what he says. Yeah. A lot of characters in this movie... They may or may not be, like, their characteristics. I mean, I don't know if Judy rep necessarily represents how all rabbits are, but... Well, you wouldn't want to stereotype rabbits, John. No, no, there. Haven't you seen this movie? Haven't you learned anything from this film? No. No, <laughs> of course I have. You're off the podcast. <laughs> Turn in your podcasting badge. Hmm... Okay, and I your just... podcasting gun. Oh, how am I going to shoot you? Um... No. It, uh, what I do like, I really like how this film ended because yeah, it really does. It take because it you know you talked about cliches. Yeah, it took all, the best cliches from the buddy cop film and mm -hmm. put them at the end. <laughs> yeah, where where's that? You could see this like if it had a sequel, it could be like a dun uh, dun yeah dun yeah this could be like if so you had, many waka chickas yeah waka chicka um like if they had a sequel to this movie this could uh maybe the, i could see a sequel being like a, a 21 jump street movie <laughs> where uh judy and nick have to like go under undercover yeah. and to like some uh <laughs> infiltrate something zootopia 2 undercover yeah down and waka chicka waka chicka waka chicka but uh yeah, I'm just trying to think of some other things to say. I mean, again, great voice work. I talked about uh, Jennifer Goodwin. That's how you pronounce her name, by the way. It's right. not Jennifer. I, I figured it wasn't. Yeah, but you were in the theater. You were like, how do you pronounce her name? <laughs> uh, Jason Bateman is great. Yeah, as the at, fox. As the fox. Um, I talked about uh, J.K. Simmons. You have a lot of people Simmons, show up he's here. Always great. I always love picking out the voice actors who I just recognize right away. Like at the press conference, you're John Ratzenberger because hmm. he's just. He'll be around, like, walking around the studio or something. I hey, just... John, want to do a voice? He's like, yeah. yeah. Like, in Wally, -E, he just Let me put up. away my Oscars. <laughs> Does he have Oscars? Uh, <laughs> I like your shrug. Like, yeah, John Ratzenberger's Oscars. Let's do research on that. No, he'll just... In Wally, -E, there's one scene where, like, they have the the whole ship uh, full of uh, the, the fat people. And there's one point where Wally's -E walking by or something, and you hear... John Ratzenberg is like, hey, it's you, it's your buddy John. <laughs> and he like touches a hand of another woman. He's like, hi, hi. And it's like, oh, we're connecting for a moment. It's Yay. like, wow, John Ratzenberger got to play himself. Good job. Yes. Um, yeah. But again, it's um some of it's cute. I mean, again, we talk about perspective. 
the rodent town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to like again. You get all different worlds. It's like you know, because it'd be one thing if the trailer I think might lead you believe it's just the kind of metropolitan zootopia type of thing yeah where where the town is taking center stage instead of this yeah these characters but no this is really like about a city it's like it's again just like the city the city is a great setting yeah for for a really good story yeah a good story that again lots of things you can read into it about racism about i mean there's even things that i almost what isms about a lot of a lot of isms i mean you have a scene where on like a little moment on a subway which you know, I I don't want to sit too close to you. You're a predator. I don't know what you're gonna do to me. Yeah. You know that's uh, even if you're a kid and you haven't really lived a lot of life, you can still get a lot of things from this movie. And right. I think that one of well, the great, the, probably the greatest thing you could say about it is if you're a little kid, if you if you're a parent and you take your kid to see this movie, they'll they'll just love it because it's you know it's bright and colorful and it has really fun characters and. You know, at times it has really good action, good jokes. But as you get older, if you revisit this movie, you'll find things about it that you didn't see in it before. Right. And that's always that always makes. And if you're a parent going to this, taking your kid to see this film, you're gonna enjoy it too. Yeah, that's the thing. I legitimately enjoy it. Yeah, legitimately. I heard more adults laughing, like during the sloth scene, than even kids. Yeah. Like, and about the sloth does come back around eventually, but I'm not gonna say how. Slowly. Mm, it's slow ride. Take it easy. All right. Final so, thoughts on Zootopia. Um, yeah, it a near classic. I'd say. I don't know if I could say classic animated film. Well, but that takes time. Yeah, it's a near classic. It's it's a near hit <laughs> or near miss. No, it's a it's it's a very very good movie. I was I, it it exceeded my expectations in some places. In other places, it kind of met them you know again it's not a perfect movie but again if you're if you're wondering what else can i see until the next pixar comes out you know this is it this isn't just a place filler though this is a legitimately oh no awesome no 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 no, no, no. I, right no 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 I, has... I, I meant that that maybe sounds like a backhanded compliment and i didn't mean it like that it'll do to the next pixar film no comes I'm, along. I'm through with you no 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 the, the the funny thing is that in the past since D- disney animated films which is a separate thing has really taken off they started a little bit slow they had the princess and the frog but then they made tangled they made frozen wreck it ralph big hero six they're they're on par with pixar you could almost say or they're getting there they are close to pixar yeah they're you know i mean some people try to say oh pixar isn't what they used to be pixar edges them out in terms of storytelling yeah in my opinion but this is a vibrant film. It's a lot of fun. It's sophisticated. It's, it, it, yeah, it is sophisticated. You're absolutely right. And it's... Uh, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Uh, <laughs> Stop being a sloth, Andrew. Um, and it's... Uh, okay. What? Good. Okay, yes. What, what kind of movie is... Th- movie. Okay. To yes. C. <sighs> in. Okay, no, we get it in the theater, All right. right? All right, you can't do that. Yeah, so I, I'd, I'd pay full price for it. I mean, 
Uh, <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yes, it is. I, I shouldn't say that. I give it two thumbs up. Oh, that's a different thing. <laughs> the, 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 the makers of the Wages Cinema podcast have no affiliation with the makers of the... Get, we need a rating system, podcasts. I guess, eventually. That might be a good idea. I mean, I, I would... I mean, it, does it say enough to, that you should go see it in a theater? Go see it in a theater. There you go. Go see it. Yeah, go see it. Um, and if you agree with our thoughts or you uh, uh, d- disagree with them, if you think that we're a bunch of uh, know-nothing predators who are just, like... Guided by our base instincts to exact, kill. Yeah. If we haven't really rose up uh, since the prehistoric age, uh, you can email us, wagesofcinema at gmail.com. And you can also reach us at facebook.com slash wages of cinema uh we're also on twitter wages of cinema and uh also i'd just like just like to give a quick thanks to everybody who followed us during our oscar podcast because that was quite a lot of fun we had oh yeah great night yeah and maybe we'll address that a little bit more in our next regular episode um and uh, when we come back next time we'll have a full podcast for you and this month by the way we're we have a lot of movies to see oh yeah I mean, I, I was You're going telling... to see a lot more reviews, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like Hollywood is actually giving stuff that Andrew wants to see. Yeah, so... basically. <laughs> it's one thing if I go see a movie. That's just whatever. That's par for the course. Yeah, but for but Andrew, when Andrew to go, starts going to theaters. It's like, watch out. Andrew, uh, he, 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 he knows the score. All right, so I'm Andrew. I'm Jack. And the way you him is death. Bye. See, that's the opposite of being a sloth. Yeah, you're see? like, you're doing it fast. Alright. We all make mistakes. No matter what type of animal you are, change starts with you. We gotta go. Whose car is it? The most feared crime boss, Mr. Big. Is that Mr. Big? Stop talking, stop talking. Huh. Ice. Daddy! What did we say? No, I think anyone at my wedding. I have to, baby. Daddy has to.